I wonder what Bugs Bunny thinks of the new Space Jam collection. Well, Soul Foodies, you're in for quite a treat as we've got the voice of Bugs, Daffy, and much more Eric Baza here to lay in on all things food and sneakers. What's up, everybody? This is another week of the Soul Foodies. So glad you came back. Sorry we took a break last week. Remy, did you have a nice week off without a little podcasting? I did. I did miss you a little bit, but it was nice to have a week off. But I mean, we're back with a pretty epic episode. We're back with a good episode, and we're we're coming with we're coming with treats. We didn't want to um, come back. Okay. After- after taking a week of, oh, kiff treats. That's, <laughs> we're coming back with kiff treats or just regular treats because uh, we didn't want to take a break and come back and just be, you know, about my boring trip to Napa. But we can get into that. We bring, we bring gifts or specifically we bring guests this week. I'm super, super excited to bring this. Now, being what we do, Remy, you know, we're always trying to book t- our talent on the biggest press outlets and media outlets of, out there, right? So this was this was a this was a hard pitch for me. I'm really glad that you accepted my um, my long email listing the you know all the um, credentials of, of viewership. Our- but I'm really glad I got this booking. Um, let's jump to it. Welcoming to the Soul Foodies uh, podcast, our first you know quote unquote talent, shall we say? He, he is um, Canada's favorite son, Canada's best import since Drake. Drake. He is the voice of Bugs Bunny, Marvin the Martian, Tweety, Daffy Duck, um, and a bunch of other ones that we don't care about because they're not Warner Bros. Animation, but <laughs> one of the stars of Looney Tunes cartoons, now streaming on HBO Max. Oh my God. Wow. I'm getting my promos in. Come wow. On. This is Eric Bowser. Welcome to the podcast. Woo! Uh, What's up, soul fooders? <laughs> All you soul foodies listening? Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, oh, I mean, of course, we have to get the Warner Brothers uh, plug in there for sure. <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of what I, uh, I've grown accustomed to over the years that I've worked with Winston. Uh, for those of you uh, in the know and listening and, and maybe not in the know, uh, Winston has been uh, at working at Warner Brothers, uh, wrangling talent, doing all the PR and publicity for numerous shows, uh, probably uh, DVDs, straight to DVD movies, shows, series, specials, anything uh, that is VHS do, types. Yeah, any. The That's classics. how long I've been around. Yeah. <laughs> That's how long I've been around. Uh, anything to do with uh, at Warner Brothers and animation, uh, I know Winston has covered it and has definitely treated me with such kindness and generosity over the years, making sure that I've been seen and I've been heard, uh, and uh, on, on, not just on Bugs Bunny related things, but even things that aren't uh, as well known and. Uh, an original characters so just so say it Eric getting you into the comic-con party just I know that's well, what yeah I, I mean that was huge <laughs> I mean just just that 
like not even you know yeah parties aside and and being involved with so many great shows i've had the luck when you invited me on this show how could i resist it's about uh, food and about shoes it's like if if i'm not putting my foot in my mouth i'm putting food in my mouth uh, <laughs> oh i'm gonna so, steal that that should be oh, your new tagline oh i like that that's good that is high high praise eric thank you uh, feeling no, is beautiful you are one of my favorite um favorite people to work with i always get happy when i find out i'm working on a show that has you on on that voice cast list um and this one is like free stuff and then winston's like sure or here's some footage or here's something for your instagram feed and i'm like (laughs) i'll do whatever you want winston oh man and this is probably going to be the nicest sounding podcast episode that we've ever done because oh that you guys won't you guys can't see but eric is is recording in his professional soundproof (laughs) booth with the little um the little cool circle thing that i don't know <laughs> pop filter pop i don't yeah, even know i only see that when like hip-hop artists are like recording and they spitting yeah. into the mic you know see, the difference between my pop filter and snoop dogg's pop filter is the amount of thc that is around <laughs> snoop dogg <laughs> and how little mine has um yeah i mean i i chose to uh, wait till the pandemic was over to finally get a professional sound booth uh, in my in my garage that I've converted, I don't know if you could see. It's it's basically just like an office, yeah, office space. But uh, yeah, I was recording uh, Space Jam, like before the pandemic. Of course, I was in sessions with LeBron in person, uh, with the directors, animation directors, and and so forth. Uh, but once the pandemic hit, um, <laughs> I was recording from home. But I didn't have this yet. I didn't have, I didn't, I, I don't know why, you know, Filipino timing, I guess. It's like <laughs> about an about an hour and a half uh, too late after the pandemic's over to get a, finally get a sound booth. So about 50% of Space Jam, A New Legacy, would have been recorded in my walk-in closet. Um, so if you hear dogs barking when you watch the movie or a lawnmower, yeah. uh, I will pay for your month of July for a subscription of HBO Max, <laughs> HBO Max. as an apology. Right. Um but yeah, it's, it, you know, uh, I mean, what a combination, again, of, of two things that we love, car- cartoons, Looney Tunes, and shoes, of course. And, uh, I know. And that's why I was like, we've done, I think we we are almost coming up on our one year anniversary of the pod. But even since episode one, I already was like, I'm going to get Eric on here and we're going to talk. You did say uh, that. We're going to talk Bugs Bunny, Nike stuff. Before even like all this, you know, all the Space Jam stuff has been coming. But we will get to that. Let's jump in to some of our other normal fun topics in it. And the first question we always, we ask our guests is what'd you cook? And that is a purchase or a dish that you may have tried cooking yourself at home or something yummy that you had at a restaurant. So Eric, what'd you cook? Well, okay, so I'm from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, a very high percentage of Toronto, very multicultural. So you're going to get a lot of different flavors and different foods from around the world, uh, a lot of which coming from like uh, Asia, all sorts of, of, of parts of Asia, like, you know, uh, man, we had a multicultural day at, at my high school it was always the best because the cafeteria was just filled with foods from around the world. We're talking uh, Portuguese, Italian food, Indian food, East Indian food, West Indian food, Sri Lankan food, uh, you know, uh, uh, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, 
Not a lot of, uh, no, I wouldn't say Toronto's known for its Thai food. Uh, oh, interesting. But, yeah, interesting. Very interesting. But like El Salvadorian food, uh, you know, they would make uh, the, their El Salvadorian uh, food culture pupusas. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah. It's like those like those little flour mm -hmm. pancakes that have either cheese beans, uh, you know, the, the crema sauce. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Uh, but one some of the food that I miss is like, you know, Indian food, <laughs> like good curry and um, uh, but like like Caribbean style too, like uh, like roti and curry, curry goat. Uh, and my mom, we used to have a name, a neighbor, Raj, and she would come over and show my mom how to make roti, like mm. the kind of like almost like the pita bread, kind of like the bread that you would like use to just eat, you know, curry goat. And that's something that like I, I, I would have to find in like a 99 cent ranch here in L.A. Would, they would have the in the frozen food section, they would have like pre-made roti that you would literally just open the pack, throw it on the pan, no oil, maybe a little bit of oil, but like you don't want to ha have it oversaturated with the oil, just like the crispy kind of like flaky, like the, the way roti is. I mean, fresh roti is like, it's almost like uh, non, non-bread mm -hmm. or yeah. kind of like, a, or even further, like like Ethiopian food. Like if you ever had Ethiopian food. The, yeah, that you grab with the, your, the, the, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just so funny. It's just like that, 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 that kind of texture and like, oh man, it, it, roti is kind of like that. And it had, you know, and then you buy like the curry mix and then you, you cook, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a, a, a good chef, a great chef by any means, but you know, I had like a beef, uh, beef uh, curry with like, you know, <laughs> grocer's freezer roti. And it was just, just enough for me to be like, oh man, if I were home, like this is probably what I would beg. My, my mouth is watering just talking about it. Uh, <laughs> like beg my mom to cook. But like, you know, that's something that I've tried cooking while I've been away. Um, I was just on the phone with um, a producer in Toronto and her her husband came in during the Zoom and had like had a plate of French fries, which in Canada is like you know the fries we you know we have like steak frites here and and like the McDonald's shoestring fry, but in Canada they have they kind of have like these thicker fry truck fries you know like like steak of, fries kind of not as yeah, big as the steak thick. fries but in that in that vicinity it's like half of a steak fry like quarter of a steak fry and there's just something about the potatoes that we're getting or the oil that we're frying them in. And, and then we had this whole conversation about how I can't find good fish and chips out here. So like foods that I've made that remind me of home is like, you know, curry, uh, beef curry, chicken curry, uh, and then roti. And then, um, you know, if I can find good fish and chips out here. God, if you find good fish and chips, you have to come back on the show and talk about it. Cause I mean, that is definitely one dish that I've yet to find. Isn't there some place in Santa Monica that's that's good? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, there's plenty of places they just eat fish and chips, but one that is just yeah, like not, yeah. outstanding, ridiculous, like something that you would find in London. And I, the one, the last time I was in London was a while ago, but it was for work and we had like one free day and I wasted half of that free day trying to find this Looking. one fish. Cause this is like, Oh, I got a fish and chips. Cause this is like me not really paying attention to like my, my Google maps. And back then Google maps walking was, directions, this was like 2000, 
11. So it's not as good as it is now. So this was me like just trying to use regular Google Maps, trying to find it. And it took me half a day, wasted a whole day to just go find to find this stupid thing. And sometimes and, it takes half a day to get around. Yeah. Uh, and it was, mm -hmm. but it was delicious. And I haven't had decent, like good fish and chips. There's one that I remember seeing in um, diners, drive-ins and dives. Okay. And I'm like, um, I happen to also, and it's in, in Santa Barbara. And okay. I remember like then walking by it on state street and going, Oh, I remember this place from diners. Sure enough. He also, the guy also oh, has they had the like, plaque or whatever. Plaque. I'm like, Oh, well we got to eat here. And I was like, uh -huh. so disappointed. And just, just like, Oh, oh guy, no. guy Fieri, you like led me astray. I watched the show. Like it's like background noise every Friday night. Guy Fieri probably has those plaques like in the trunk of his car, like <laughs> like when you go to a dry cleaner, it's like you have the headshots, like oh yeah, yeah here just uh, you know he probably just go he's hungry, he pulls over to the side, and he's like I, hey I'll give you a plaque if you give me like free food. I, I've eaten at a, a couple of those diners, and most of the time it's it's fine. It I'm like yeah, yeah. it's good, it hits, but this was like a full on just like damn this is not good. Like the Very fish was not huh? fish was not seasoned. Anyway, so when you say fish and chips that that hits home because I'm on a constant search for good fish and chips so the place I went in London they have a Michelin star but it's like a very casual just chip fish and chips place I think it's called Mayfair Chippy um, they have a couple locations really really good um, but speaking of London you mentioned Indian food I love like real Indian food have you been to Dishoom in London no, never. I've, I've been to yeah. London once, but I've, I never got to explore like famous uh, diners and, and like go to yeah. places. Is, yeah. is this like one of the. Well, because famous? I feel like the Indian food is so limited here. Like it's like the Marsala or, you know, whatever. It's just places. that. There's a few yeah. rep mentionable places. But. but the real like Indian stuff is that like street food, more like Middle Eastern vibe. Yeah. Um, like you mentioned with the roti um, yeah. and yeah. the right and stuff like that. And oh my gosh, if you're ever in London, just shoot a couple locations, but the best. And I had Absolutely. a person from India the other uh, weekend I had lunch with and he confirmed that the shoom was on it. So if, if there's any Canadian listeners and specifically from Toronto, if we post this and it attracts Toronto listeners, I'm going to say Aunt Mary's Fish and Chips in Toronto. It's at uh, Lawrence Avenue and Scarborough Golf Club Road. And I... I it's it's funny because like I never knew the original owners. They may have been Scottish, uh, definitely uh, Caucasian. But the owners that took over this sweet like Asian couple, I think Korean couple, that took over, and I feel like they changed the batter to like a more like lighter tempura type <laughs> style batter, but it's still the same cod or still the same um, uh, halibut. Uh, and it's so good. The onion rings, so good. It's like every time I go back home, that's like one of the first stops, aside from this rotisserie chicken place, Swish LA, that I've talked about oh. so many times in my social media feed. They finally contacted me. Uh, oh, they, really? offered, they offered me a free meal when I returned. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to make a big deal. For all that promo, it's going to just... All the promo. You know? How about one of like, like... I always hear like like... Like so a up for life card, you get like that card, right? That like you just oh. show it and come on, not in, not in Canada. Not in they're, Canada. Like, they're like, here's a buy one, get one free coupon. Uh, <laughs> that Drake I'll, gets it, I'll take it. Yeah, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he gets like 
valet service you know when he, when he pulls up to the rotisserie chicken place in toronto that's funny uh well i'm gonna keep the indian i'm gonna keep the indian going because it ties into my weekend that's why i was that's why we were gone last week i was in um napa for a my first indian wedding first full i now i've been to a to a wedding with indian people but i've never been to a full-on indian wedding with all the bells and whistles of each like event and like a complete with like hindu ceremony and everything like that I've have you guys to ever one. been to one? to one yeah in vancouver so it was i went in thinking oh full indian food like weekend it's gonna be like um a full thing and it was only one um there was only one meal that had like full-on like indian food the rest was kind of just like regular American wedding really? kind of fair. Uh, but they had, and I guess now I'm now I'm questioning whether whether I had naan or roti because it wasn't as fluffy as naan usually is. Yeah. Is yeah it's like pancake. Yeah. Pancake the is way like flakier. Because the way you talk yeah. about like that you grab like the Ethiopian food. Now, now I'm wondering if I actually had roti because I was, I, I didn't ask anyone. I just thought to myself like, oh, this naan is, a lot thinner than what I'm <laughs> flat. like it, it's not as like puffy like what not yeah. is and yeah so now I'm wondering if I had roti for the first time I just didn't know could have been and also maybe I mean the location Napa possibly you were subject to whatever venue they yeah. rented I mean right? it's so beautiful resort and spa that you know I'm I'm sure the couple they were like we want Indian food and then the catering they're like okay google indian food or something i don't know so like how many people were at this wedding now i mean yep. was there still are we still working under the covid oh i mean okay so this is funny and just a great lesson in either social um i don't even know what the right word is like social peer pressure or just how quickly you can fall back into something but like no masks so this was my friend this was my my wife's friends like really good friend from college uh they were supposed to get married a year ago that got postponed and he's like a real like super fun guy right so it was like a real bummer that that it ha he had to postpone it uh but then they stuck to it and they're like we're, we're gonna do it again or whatever so you know they decide to do this um you know a couple months ago when they kind of forecasted that it was gonna be okay not knowing that it was going to be like the weekend before California is lifting all <laughs> like sanctions, whatever. So in the lead up to it, there was a lot of messaging of like, oh yeah, you know, TBD, like stay tuned on more info on, 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 you know, uh, the test, you know, things that the test, uh, uh, compliance things that you're going to need to do that the resort requires, uh, Bring, showing a negative you know, proof test. of vaccination yeah you need that 48 hour pcr test it's like you're gonna go on set like that it was like a full-on yeah. like all this messaging and and you know LeBron we got james is gonna be there yeah. so you, you have to be clean exactly and free of covid it's like which, we got zone, which color are you yeah we got vaccinated so we're like okay we're fine let's just remember to bring the um the card and then we also like went and bought like special like masks that don't like all my masks have bandana prints or like nike or supreme <laughs> of course, of course. stupid things right because it's like you're wearing it around but like 
we got nicer solid color masks, you know, that like look dressy and all this stuff. And then like we show up to the first thing of the of the uh, wedding weekend, which was like just cocktail hour for at it for the guests. And it's just like walking, just full on like everyone's no mask, just it's just right. like whatever. And we're like, this, this is weird. We walk in wearing our masks, and we're just yeah. like, first we're doing it for like the first minute or two, and then Man. eventually we're just like. <laughs> you know, like he's a doctor. It's a it's a wedding full of people who are like doctors and nurses. We're like, eh, I'm sure these people are fine. <laughs> They're probably they've you know been vaccinated the longest. And, yeah, right? so, that's what I was like. I guess if there's any large crowd, it wasn't a large. It was probably like eighty something people. But there's any wedding, your first wedding to go to pre like post covid and post restrictions it would be one that's just attended by all people in the medical field yeah. now winston i have to ask you did your suit fit the, the suit fit not okay. because i listened to you and for a month dedicated to working out to make sure everything stayed put but i ended up going to um the tail i brought all my suits into a tailor and they like it's fascinating. I don't know if you know. Yeah, like, it's cool. Tailoring and what like oh, yeah. a proper, a properly made suit and how they it leaves options for like the future. Like it's worth the investment to actually buy a good suit because then they started showing for I've always wondered why, like in pants and in jackets, you do see on the inside like a like mm -hmm. extra fabric that just kind of hangs there. And I never thought about it, but then they finally showed me like. Oh yeah, a suit that is like well made. They include that stuff, and the way the stitching is, it's not glued together on the inside. It's also you can take it apart and Rip reassemble it, apart. it and yeah. all. This. Anyway, they they bought me the time I needed. That uh, I was just I I didn't want to chance it, Remy. But <laughs> does not mean that that the uh, the fitness is is not going to stop just because uh, we're at a wedding. We still, I still got, we're still in like wedding season. I still got a bunch. I don't know if you guys, if all of a sudden like the floodgates opened and everyone is like this, getting This there. fall, this fall for me, maybe in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's something that I am looking and not looking forward to is going back to the tailors and seeing how much, <laughs> yeah. how much material can I add onto this suit? I know. I started uh, like, do I have to start from scratch? Yeah. Well, I'm, I was like, God, I'm so used to only wearing like sweatpants or things with elastic that you forget like no it's not that it's tight or doesn't fit it's just that you're not used to wearing fitted things that's why it feels it actually right. fits perfectly <laughs> i'm like yeah, no, oh it, it still feels weird this isn't a tracksuit. oh okay yeah that's yeah. exactly right <laughs> uh well remy you had a pretty good cop this weekend or i don't know if that's a cop but i saw it all over your instagram um you got some new knives Oh yeah, so thank you, our place. They're always super nice to run Smith Kitch and you know get to try all the new stuff. Yeah. They have um, some new knives and cutting board, and I'm always you know down for new utensils. The free sponsor, the free ads we give on this podcast. I was gonna say, we're, I know we're, we're, we're so thirsty. We're so thirsty, Eric, on this that because we just like to talk about cool gadgets and kitchen toys or shoot the, we don't care. But I, I've been wanting our place, the, um, that pot, like, I don't know, do you get these ads on your Instagram feed, Eric? It's a mm. company called our place. And they, they make this like 
Oh, all, all three in one like pot. It's that, it's that pot frying pan mm-hmm. that yeah. my my uh, my baby mama ex girlfriend Jessica has. It's the beige one, right? They have like all earth tones, which yeah. is right up my alley. But yeah, they have like a beige, a charcoal our, gray, the like our a pinkish place one yeah. that like you could you know fry an egg without any oil, that kind of thing. I've seen it in person. Did you get it? I so it, yeah, no, I have. I, I I never I can't get it. Oh no way! Yeah. But you got one. Yeah. So they they're like I said, they were very nice to Remsford Kitchen um, and very supportive. So. I do have like all of their stuff. I will say the pan, even though it's like the most, the favorite, their That's best the seller. Yeah. Wait, careful, it, Remy. Don't ruin the bag. No, I'm, I'm ruin the bag. I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. I use it for like browning beef and stuff like that because it does lose a little bit of its non-stickness, but that's kind of every non-stick pan in my personal opinion. Of course, of course. Um, so I'm not really knocking them for that. I do like it for browning just because it's it's pretty, it's deeper than a normal saute pan. It's so like a when, saucepan, right? Yeah, so like when the like liquid comes up, you can, it's a lot easier to handle. The steaming thing is really cool. Um, but like I said, I wouldn't grill something with high heat. Like you're not supposed to put high heat on it. So that I wouldn't recommend doing anything. And they actually tell you, they're like, don't ever put it on high heat. Um, but their bowls are really nice. And then now they have these new knives, which honestly they're more for like aesthetics. Like they look cute. Like, you know, with the, yeah, like all the earth tones and all that stuff. But I was impressed that it's even like the shun knives are a little, they're not flimsy, yeah. but you know, they're that light, they're like bendable ish. Mm-hmm. These are kind of a lot sturdier, you know, like like a German knife would be. So, you know, it's not the best knife in the world, but it's really, I, it's a good quality for like how much you pay for it. And if you want something that looks pretty, I definitely think really like their, mm-hmm. their aesthetic. Cause we were talking. Right. Oh, look, they're, they're calling me right now. They're asking yeah. me, hello. <laughs> oh, do I want a free set? Maybe. I'll hook you, you, got a, you got that miracle pan for Winston. He yeah. sold out. That's exclusive. what I need. He wants it with the Supreme handle. Yes. <laughs> if that's doable. Thank you. you know, you imagine i you mean I, that that collab is probably going to happen soon the next accessories they've got to do oh, it it's so, it's the last thing before the earth opens up and swallows itself is the, uh, they, is the supreme cookware set i i missed their drop their release this morning they had like a good new like and i've never even heard of them you might know them because you're pretty fashionista remy um it's an italian italian luxury brand that they just is this like the one a, that you can't pronounce? It, something put like Emilio Pucci or something like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they did like a whole drop and they did a box logo. I I forgot and just missed the attempt to take my L, but that's fine. Uh, um, you know, box logos the resellers drop so like not to nothing now, and I think it's, really there's a I think there's an they they'll ne- they don't tell you what the quantity is right that they make. But I, I think they're making a, just a lot more now because the prices on like a stock X is just, it's nothing. Even like that really nice, the Last Supper one for the Paris, or is it Paris store? Um, not Paris, when did, when did, whenever they open. Italy. No, the, was it Milan? Yeah, Milan, the Milan yeah. one. It's not going for that much. And I just think like Supreme's, 
I mean, it's still, look, if you buy something at retail at $54 and can flip it at even at 250 or 500 bucks, which is what you normally are seeing for these things, that's a, I mean, that's a nice little profit. So of course that's going to make everyone try to get it on release day for retail, but you know, comparatively to like old school classic Supreme box logo, you're not getting like anywhere near those crazy, um, numbers anymore and i has, i want i wonder died down like what's has the craze for just... it is, it's definitely not died down and because they and i think it's because they start so high that yeah. even them like falling off a little is still like crazy so they're not going anywhere anytime soon but it is interesting just to see how the resale on supreme like every season the biggest resale items the price tag is on just like the crazy thing that they do. So whether it's like the arcade, the pinball machine, combat arcade yeah. game, the yeah. pinball machine, the the Honda motorbike, the CD. Today, what I think was the Sea Do, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, all of that jet ski, the jet ski. Yeah, that's always gonna go crazy. But like, if you just like the old school like uh, box logo tee. Uh, toothpaste is still good the the box logo t maybe from a percentage standpoint because retail's so low and you can still flip it but it's just not what it not what it used to be but sure i want to talk sure. eric about another a, a real a real good streetwear brand oh no in the roots for the people out, done out of love not not out of hype right nope, so no you can so, tell by our, our our prices and our stock <laughs> and our inventory it's not so so eric has a brand that you started what two years ago uh yeah it's around two years we're, we're rounding almost three years actually i i remember our original contact uh, contract was for only about like three years and it's a uh, retro kid and i actually just got texted from my business partner during this uh during this uh, uh, interview that we're doing, so I'm sure something is happening, <laughs> something that something that needs my approval or uh -oh. attention. Uh oh. But uh, yeah, RetroKid is basically a, uh, a an apparel, a nostalgic apparel brand uh, devised by myself and an old high school friend by the name of uh, Steve Gaskin. Uh, we went to high school together. We grew up in Scarborough, uh, um, Ontario, kind of like the suburb of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And, you know, we I've I've always loved graphic T-shirts. I'm wearing my one of my favorite Ghostbusters T-shirts right now. Who are you going to call? Uh, this was from Culture Kings, I think, mm. uh, in the UK. Yeah, um, they have some really good stuff. Um, and we were like, you know, we've always loved graphic tees. It came from our, our love of this kind of stuff. And like anytime I, you know, I, I was the one living in California. And every time I'd come back, I'd always have a cool shirt that no one would ever see in Canada. Something that you could only get here. Uh, and, you know, people would just be like, damn, nice shirt, man. And I mean, I was buying <laughs> shirts and collecting graphic tees when it was not cool to have a graphic tee on you know when it was like damn that's a nerdy shirt man <laughs> you know and um so we were like okay so what we're, we're going to decide to do this like a little bit later on in life we are, are the real name of the of the company should have been called two uh old dads trying to make cool shirts.com but um our the way we thought we would stick out is you know everyone's making shirts Everyone's doing getting licenses and doing all this stuff. 
but how are we going to stick out? What's the thing that we would do or something that we could do to stick out? And we're like, well, you know, Toronto is actually like a pretty big melting pot and, and, you know, not on, uh, dissimilar from New York, but it's like, we have things that we grew up watching in Canada that no one else in the world has seen. And definitely there are some things that have, have been seen around the world that people didn't know came from Canada. Like, like animated series, like Beetlejuice, the animated series was all produced in Toronto. It had Canadian voice actors. I mean, X-Men, the nineties X-Men cartoon, that was like semi-Canadian production. Really? And yeah, that's like all the voice actors were from Canada. So we're like, that's what we should do is we should concentrate on Canadian pop culture and Canadian culture and see what happens. And it definitely struck a chord with, um, you know, people from, from Canada and people like myself, traders who leave Canada and make a, a good success in the United States. Uh, you know, we, we, we had some very famous Canadians, uh, Eric McCormick from Will and Grace wanted to have some of our shirts. We sent him a bunch of free stuff. It was just like really cool to kind of like, after like finally like a year or two of just, just putting stuff out there and not even caring or hoping that someone would be like, Oh, what is, what is that you guys are doing? It, it finally started to pay off. And, uh, you know, we've had, uh, you know, people like DJ starting from scratch, Russell Peters, uh, you know, I, I said Eric McCormick, but just like some very well-known Canadian people, at least within Canada, starting to kind of like talk to us or like respond to us if we were like, hey, we want to send you some free stuff. And then you so, branched off too, though, recently. So, got so a lot of yes. good collabs. I, I, I have your Inspector Gadget collab that you did like early that was like another one that was like uh, a canadian co-production Chris is that a canadian see i don't know that yeah like so we were really trying to stick to that kind of like vibe and that kind of um you know that kind of like you said like those roots those kind of like canadian roots but eventually you're going to branch off and eventually you're going to Wait, are you telling me that blood sport is Canadian. Bloodsport is not Canadian. Okay. So that, that's like one of those odd ones that's right. my business partner was like, we have to do this one. And I'm like, <laughs> you go, it's so weird. I'm like, I think it was definitely, I don't know if you're familiar, uh, Remy, with the a Bloodsport movie, Jean Claude Van Damme. See, no. like, it's definitely a very <laughs> 80s, like, cult underground, like, action movie about actually based on a true story loosely based on a true story about, about a fighter by the name of frank dukes who enters this underground fighting <laughs> like ring called the kumite and he, it's basically like i feel like where street fighter and mortal Kombat came from it was basically like a live action 80s video game where you have this one fighter and he's going through all of the fights and he gets to the big boss at the end so it, it, it's very specific and you know one of Jean-Claude Van Damme's finest movies for sure. For sure. What put him on the map, I believe. But, uh, you know, we we thought we would try to pay homage to something like that. And again, a very acquired taste, which only drew, drew up very acquired sales numbers. <laughs> um, but uh, our next collection, uh, if I could if I could spoil it, uh, since this is a audio podcast and no one will see it. Uh, yes. Feel free to do a frame grab or release this image. <laughs> um, but we have the license to produce. Yeah. 
Space Jam, a new legacy t-shirts from Retro Kid. Oh my God, that's so awesome. So while, while acquiring uh, the rights for Beetlejuice from Warner Brothers, they're like, why don't you just do a uh, Space Jam line? And we're like, huh? Like, we didn't know. Can like, we? <laughs> yeah, if you're offering, and they kind of included it in like, you know the the deals that we were 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 making and i was like oh my god i can't believe this is happening and um i'm trying to find another another piece that we have uh to help promote the um to help promote the collection and that is uh if i could find it uh i think it's around here somewhere it's got to be around here somewhere uh, I know I saved it somewhere, but it's uh, we're we're creating a Space Jam uh, New Legacy uh, BMX bike actually as a promotional giveaway uh, in ties with uh, our collection. So we're we're still kind of going through the you know having a having an idea like ah we'll just give a bike away well you know uh, it it'll be fine. Um, but I designed, helped design this bike. Uh, we have an artist by the name of Juro the Third. He's kind of like a Canadian street artist. There's his logo. Um, but he kind of did the colorway. Uh, but you know, it's it's a lot of fun and and definitely something that I never thought. A being involved in the movie is something I never thought would happen. But B like making shirts. I feel I feel I feel like the only other person on board this project is lebron james that is in the movie and making a clothing line um hey so, that bike is very yeah. very top line supreme accessories i'm taking that over say. the supreme bike i think I mean, that's <laughs> way better than that I mean, jet ski it's uh it's one of those things where again it's like use the assets from the asset library. You know, it's gotta be very centric to the film. You can't, you know, one of the original versions, it looked more like the original Toon Squad, kind of like, like you know, red, white, and blue and orange kind of colorway. And they're like, it doesn't quite fit the look of Space Jam New Legacy. It's more, you know, kind of like these colors, yeah, like I dark, love those colors dark, dark bike, gray yeah. and like, yeah, like very Miami Vice, like, you know, teals and like, yeah hot pinks and stuff and and like very more uh less outer space and more cyberspace i i would say yeah the the colorway and and i don't want to get into the movie too much because i don't want spoilers and, and getting people <laughs> in trouble but i was when i first saw the um um the photos or whatever that where you saw the Toon Squad jerseys for the first time i was like oh i'm getting like some south beach lebron eight vibes out yeah, of this yeah, right yeah, now. no. With this, I was very like, light aqua. I was like, are they gonna bring back the South Beach eights for this for some reason, or do a, a South Beach colorway of the new eighteens? Um, but turns out they got their own colorway. Also, good segue because we're gonna just jump into our our releases uh, talk okay. coming up, and we gotta we're gonna lead off with the Space Jam Nike collection. Now, Eric, did you bring any? friends with you because if you have any special guests who want to you know share their thoughts on um, I mean, okay so first remy ready showing the space jam originals originals original space jam original 11s now the 45. Uh, is this the entire collection now is this 
the Nike news. When did this all? This, this was yesterday. I think this, this was yesterday. Off the Nike website. Yeah, this is like news.nike.com on their um, press thing. Which you know, by the way, Nike PR, get get at me if you guys need any freelance work. But yeah, um, or need to review this collection. <laughs> so we, we... And I vouch for Winston as a perfect candidate for freelance work for Nike Doc. Right. Bugs said it himself. All right, got but, official that's it. All right, Bugs, Bugs. I gotta know what do you, what do you think of your Air Force One? Like, not uh, anyone well, gets um, to say they have their own uptowns. Uh, say say they definitely got my good side, Doc. <laughs> Ain't I a stinker? <laughs> I love these shoes. You know why? I'm only four feet tall, so they give me that extra, you know, half an inch of height. Nice. Uh, of course, give or take the ears. If you want to count that. Uh, but I just love the, the entire collection. Yeah. Wait, I have a quick question because I I'm not maybe I'm not up to speed on New Legacy. Are we now the Goon Squad, not the Monstars? Where's the Monstars? Uh, well, you know, have they uh, been axed? I think that they may they may have had some contractual issues. I can't say. I'm not gonna you know not my beans to spill. However. Uh, you know, I do, I do miss them. Uh, but the Goon Squad has proven to be a very uh, mighty foe in this film. So uh, stay tuned. All right, but Bugs, I got, I gotta ask because every every sneakerhead knows you have at least two, you know, signature Jordans in your history. So we got the Hair Jordan Eights that um, everyone remembers from. Um, I don't even know, but here's two. 2003 well, the, was a, the was a retro. The, these guys were featured in the second Super Bowl commercial with Marvin the Martian. Uh, and that was uh, 19, I want to say 1994. Sorry, I'm 80 years old. I can't remember every job I worked on. But uh, these were the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl commercials that were the predecessors to Space Jam in 1996 with Michael Jordan. So 1992, 1994, if you check out YouTube and type in Hair Jordan, you'll see those original Nike spots. And that's what started it all. Yeah. And then also the retro, you know, before this, wait, so this was the, the sevens. They also did a Hair Jordan on these too. And these just retroed last year. Right. Yeah. With the with the, with the very uh, familiar colorway, mm -hmm. you know, a bit of, bit of gray, bit of orange. And you, then they had the ones that were covered in fur. Yeah, you had the good had the good box too. Do you see? Oh, this is oh this is oh eBay three fifty. I wonder what they're going for on uh, StockX. That's a, you could buy a lot of carrots with that money. <laughs> Maybe I should sell mine. Now we're no, talking, that, Doc. That hey, what the, what the what the duck gotta do to get some airtime on this podcast? Oh, da okay, da Daffy. Did you? All right, transition. Did you not get a, a shoe in this movie? Does it look like I have anything on here, Winston? Come on, look. Well, no, look, you, you're on it. They put you on a chuck with Lola. So Wait you got a, a converse. Hold on a minute. They put my face on the side of, of a chuck shoe? <laughs> they, they, where, where's my agent? God, like, okay, let's see what else. Appar okay, so apparel wise, that looks like they got a oh I see a, a, a Marvin Marvin's got a oh, uh, oh yes isn't that lovely I have my own shorts however I would have preferred a tutu <laughs> I don't wear shorts uh, 
Tweety. I don't see why are they just putting Tweety's got a bag? It looks Ooh, like I thought I taught myself. Wow. Yep. It's uh, perfect for hiding from that bad old putty tad. <laughs> Ooh, seeing that bird makes me starving. I've eaten a lot of shoes in my time, but I've never gotten to eat a canary. I love that they got toddler shoes. So right, so right. Do they have GS for me though? How old is 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 Riker? Uh, hold on, hey guys, can you move out of the booth, please? Uh, sorry, Eric. Uh, we're gonna move now. Bye, Winston. Bye. Yeah, the, 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 that's all, folks. Thanks, thanks, Bugs. Thanks. Oh God, that was a great. Gosh, it, oh man, look, there's like Daffy spit all over the microphone. How am I gonna continue the rest of this podcast? Um, <laughs> They have something for the whole family, it seems. This is the first time I'm seeing it. Thank you for shuffling through. No. Uh, I, I believe my son is now in, he's he's five. He's wearing like 10 to 11 range. Okay. So I think he may have outgrown some of these uh, toddler looking shoes, which I think are adorable. Um, yeah, I, I want to get whatever this bug slip on is for yeah. Wyatt. That I, I, for sure. I want to get one of those for that adults. Cool. I don't even know what that... <laughs> Normally it's like the there should be a, a, a guy like a adult equivalent, but I don't see it. But I want to get the Air Force the Air Force One probably is my I think that's probably my favorite. You mean from the, this the hair the hair force one. The hair force oh, one. The hair force one. Maybe it's, it's, oh, wait. it's Lola on one. I think Bugs is and on the other. on the other. So yeah. this orange uh, shoe, this the one that's on Bugs' is oh, yeah. right now. What this, is that called? This, I don't even know. That's a LeBron. I think it's the LeBron 18. The Le yeah, LeBron, LeBron 18, yep. Okay. So I think that was like the big unveil. I think that's the shoe that I've well, seen in the movie photos, yes. the promo images that he's wearing oh, yes. in the game. So that the is this, that will be this generation's Space Jam, you know, 11s, the oh, patent yeah, yeah. leather. I think they even do like, like remember in that, in, in the original, like they have that moment where his foot like plants on the ground. Oh like, yeah. You yeah. know, like I remember everybody went nuts and was just like, what are like oh yeah. space you know with the back yeah and yeah. it was like boosh, like like that it was, it was definitely the camera was it was not an accident that yeah. was there yeah, for on sure purpose. and then and, like i see lebron has a moment in the in the trailer that i think dropped this week where he's like bending down and then it, again it's a beautiful hero shot of the shoe Right. Oh really? Did they, yeah. did they have that? And I you can like read. That. You could read like who you know. I think it's his kids' names. Oh yeah. He said like James Gang and everything like that. Anyway, brilliant. There every the moment I heard that there was a Space Jam coming out like years ago, the first thing I thought was, oh my god, the Nike drops and collabs and everything is going to be. If I don't get a pair of those, and if the, if I don't get to wear those on the red carpet, then I'm not going. Like I won't be. I won't. I won't go if I don't get a pair of them. I'm still trying to get my Kith collabs that like came out. The Kith Jam shirt. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a good one. I did that's I managed to get shirt. I managed to get one uh from from Ronnie himself. Oh, um, God. And uh I was trying desperately like I you know and I was texting with him. I got to find that message. It's it's hilarious. He he voice messaged me, you know, voice memoed within the text uh tech space and hey man just uh don't don't be mad at me if you can't get anything tomorrow morning <laughs> and i was like whatever i i totally got this you know set the alarm yeah. woke up early added to cart i think the only by the time i was finished filling my cart and i was in the waiting room 
which I've never been in a digital waiting room, by the way. I'm sure you guys are Welcome to our weekends. Oh yeah, I know. Welcome to our worlds. You guys are professionals and I'm the amateur here. And I was like, digital waiting room? But I did not know that while you're in this waiting room, if the person in front of you has twice the amount of same item, same size stuff, they're just basically taking it out of your ad to cart. So- (laughs) Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Because by the time- I, I, I had a bunch of stuff. I had one for you. I had one for uh, Haripsume. I had stuff for everybody, like everyone that was like helping on that particular project. It was you, Rips, and you know, whoever else. And literally by the time it was like seven, over $700 worth of stuff. And about most of that was going to be given away as gifts. <laughs> And well, uh, I, I didn't know you that's what you were like trying to do for us. You definitely did not need to do that. But that's well, no, I mean, that was that's nice way. to hear. I mean, like if if so, this is what happened. So by the time I checked out, the only thing that was left in my cart was a pair of uh, the Converse, like the Chucks. Ah. From, from so I will say that's a very common waiting room thing. Like by the time you get to check out, nothing's in stock. So. Right. That it, yeah. That because is a thing. every because everyone that is also in a waiting room ahead of you had their way, like you know, with with the stock. So it's like everyone's hoping to get everything, but if the people in front of you are getting like fifty of that same thing that you want, like one of, it's going to be gone by the time you check it. That's so that's your first mistake, right? So you'll learn next time that oh. you can't be adding all the things you want. No. You really only have time to pick the one thing. The one thing one, or check or out the, and and then try no. to come go back in. You're not going to be able to to browse at your oh. leisure and check out size charts. Boy, was I was I was I you know uh see but now I you know now you know green. but now it's like so Ronnie you know I did I texted him after I was like god damn you're right he's like I think it was, uh, you know, I'm sure the information's out there now, but it was something of upwards. And I think we talked about it, Winston. Yeah. It was like 24 million people on the site between like 7 and 11 a.m. It was just an insane online riot. And um, yeah, it, it, but he was so kind. He sent let, me, let me like- Let me Ronnie name drop, by the way. That's, that's Ronnie Feig for the, for the uninitiated, yeah. <laughs> by the way, for, for the Philistines listening who don't know you know, yeah. about Kit, but Ronnie, it's just a voice message on my phone. Saying, just Ronnie, okay. Ronnie dropped me a, a, a voicemail the other day. So Ronnie was kind enough to <laughs> send me, uh, he sent me uh, the crew neck with bugs on it. He sent me the hoodie. He sent me the basketball, the Space Jam shirt. And he sent me the other hoodie with like the kith and the, the, the carrot kith thing. And, and that was, that was it. I mean, like he, he basically said, what do you want? And I was like, this, this, that, you know, and I could have said more, but I was like, no, there was just no way. Uh, on eBay, I did buy the skateboard deck. I have a kit oh. skateboard, Looney Tunes uh, skateboard deck, and I do have uh, uh, a box of the plushies. Uh, oh, that, nice. I, that I got off of yeah. eBay. So I've I've been fought. I've ever they dropped almost a, a year ago, I think, because it was last May. Because I remember uh-huh. doing all of that stuff with you, also via. What's Zoom. that? like yeah. over a year ago yeah. or just a little over a year because that was some of the very first virtual things that we that we were doing yeah but um i remember also you know coming up with l's on that release and i've been like following i mean the t-shirt right now is 350 in my size for the white one and then it's 
475 for the black but i'm like i need this in time for when the movie drops so StockX takes forever to ship so i need to make my decision like i just actually brought it up the other day i was like shoot i need this for the um for the for the movie so i'm gonna need to order pretty soon to give StockX the time to shop i'm just gonna have to bite the bullet because this is it's such a cool shirt and it's a good it's a cool like vintagey looking one too that i'm i'm not gonna like throw away they Bye. went uh they went above and beyond like I, I haven't seen the rest of the collection in person but having much like yourself scoured through all the little jpegs and all like the images they went above and beyond by making them look worn and kind of yeah. vintagey and mm -hmm. uh you know it'll only look more vintage in, in time but uh yeah i mean i'm very like uh, you know I wish I could have bought the stuff in store, you know, in, in an actual flagship store it would have been a great experience. Right. Knowing, knowing Kit, they would have had like really cool installs. Oh my God. Yeah. And also I got to say, Ronnie was all generous and kind enough to uh, send me the, the uh, Bugs Bunny in a wooden crate. Oh, you got the uh, friends and family. You're now friends and your kids, friends and family. God. It's it's up there. I'm I'm not I'm I'm not gonna put that in this studio in case someone breaks into it and you know. Not I'm gonna show it. you the emails when I wrote to them and said, "Oh yeah, Eric. Eric's the right guy to do this stuff. Um, he'll do fully <laughs> cool. He'll be great. You're gonna whatever." Um, uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think I think you gotta run. I think we gotta yeah. run. This was a joy thank you this for is, being this here. is part one of five yeah part way. one of five so, you gotta come back where we we'll just talk talk um i didn't get to talk about like we didn't even talk about the uh superfly four uh shoe uh mm -hmm. with blake griffin and how that was like that was full circle oh for yeah me. you did that too you did that uh, spot you did that next, marvin spot yeah the next um uh, time we meet the three of us and you know we'll, we'll have we should have a video component mm -hmm. i will show you uh, all the animation cells that i own from that michael jordan hair jordan commercial i own animation cells from 1992 and 1994 from like ebay or something that i bought from the daughter of bob clampett Ruth oh clampett, uh at, wow. the, at, at the warner brothers cell sale like i saw one and i was like this is from the jordan commercial so I brought I, I brought it up to buy and I talked to Michelle who works over at um, uh, uh, the Clampett uh, Museum and uh, the, the archive, correct? And uh, I go, you tell me you have more from this spot and you know which spot I'm talking about, the Michael Jordan spot. She goes, mm -hmm. she goes you just missed it. Yesterday, somebody bought the scene like a frame from the scene where michael jordan and bugs bunny have the the popcorn outfits yeah yeah mm -hmm. you know get your get your hot buttered popcorn get it while it's hot get it while it's buttered is there a doctor in the house i'm a doctor eh, what's up doc you know like that whole scene where they're in the the vending machine outfits where they're like 1950s popcorn boys someone bought a cell but i have one I have one of them in that in those outfits. So definitely looking forward to the next time we meet because I got more to talk about, more to talk about with bugs and shoes and and All my, right. my so love I'm gonna passion. schedule that that play date that we've been talking about. Should sooner. do it by the by the release. I'm bringing uh, bring Wyatt and then Riker can watch him in the backyard and then I'm gonna tear through uh, <laughs> your, your memorabilia. <laughs> Seriously, come by. We could do like a, I, my studio set up here, so we could we could do we can do a podcast outside. 
we could do something. But it was a lot of fun, guys. And thank you All for right. having me. Cool. Well, thanks, Eric. Thank you so much. This was thanks, so everybody. much fun. And um, I'm going to work the plug in because Eric's not going to do it. Looney Tunes cartoons episodes now streaming on HBO Max. Tune in, everybody. And uh, Retro Space Kids. Jam and Space Jam and New Legacy this July 16th on HBO Max and in theaters. Woohoo! And you've been listening to the Soul Foodies. Is that Soul Foodies podcast? Soul Foodies podcast. Soul Foodies. That's you've it. Been listening, you've been listening to the Soul Foodies podcast. This is Daffy Duck. Woohoo! Unbelievable. And we can't beat that. So we're going to say goodbye, everybody. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Mic drop. See you guys. Right. Bye. Bye.